Hey, it's Tuesday. Welcome, everybody, to our live stream. Tonight, we're joined by a special guest. Hopefully, uh, you'll enjoy as much as we do. As always, <laughs> every week, it's me and Arrow. What's up? And this week, we're joined by Acostas. Hey, hello. A little bit about yourself, maybe? Um, basically, I'm an ex-Annie blogger, doing a lot of IT work nowadays, and I just try and keep up on everything, staying within fandom, mostly on Twitter, 4chan, a couple other unsavory places. <laughs> Sounds good. So, let's, uh, let's get something started. First up... That's right, we have a new text message line, so if you are wanting to send us a message on the side, anytime now during the broadcast or during the week, you can send questions, comments, feedback to the number shown on the screen. Remember that all standard voice and text message rates apply, but we would like to hear from you. Any questions you give us during the week, we'll be sure to include in the broadcast the following week. So something, a new feature we're, uh, we're getting started. Sweet. So, first up. Shonen Jump, which is probably one of the largest uh, weekly manga distributions in Japan, is going same-day digital in Japan. Which is interesting in itself, in that it shows that the either the business model or the mindset is, has been changing rapidly, that digital now is just, a, just another method for them. They're not as afraid as they used to be, which I think is interesting enough. There's been so many different comic organizations that have been very reluctant to release things digitally. It's been a slow uphill battle, almost as much as, you know, everything else. Streaming rights, the whole works. If I'm not mistaken, hasn't the um, the Western version of Shonen Jump been doing the same thing for most of their weekly manga? Like, um, I believe the key... I'm not saying for the Japanese version, but... Am I not mistaken there, or...? I thought Shonen Jump was still somewhat behind. Like, it was like either a week or a month, wasn't it? I could have sworn it was same day for um, a couple select series. I'd have to look it up sometime. Okay. My impression uh, from this was that it was going... The entire volume was going... Everything in that week was going digital. So you, whatever you bought physically was coming out digital. Oh, yes. Definitely in Japan. I'm just meaning on the yeah, other on side. side. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think right now, you're right, I think we can get, maybe it's the big three, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it's big three and maybe a couple specials every once in a while. Yes. That sounds right. Now, Arrow, do you still read anything from Shonen Jump? Uh, let's see, does Nisekoi count? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, I think, yeah, so you got the big three. Then you got some other ones like uh, Shingeki no Soma, which is the cooking one. The non-traditional battle involves cooking. You've got Nisekoi. See, Madaka box has been dropped now, I believe, finally. Dropped or finished? Well. Finished, I believe. Yeah, finished, but that's a, I think that's a perception thing more than anything, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, did, like, was the writer fired, or did True. they just... I think, it, I think it was just gently terminated, but that, that was on the edge for so long. So, anyway, I see this as, I don't know, for me, I see it as very indicative of, of the publishers embracing digital. And if, if Shonen Jump starts, whatever Shonen Jump does seem to, seems to lead going forward. 
Yeah. Well, see, what I'm kind of curious about is, uh, how, I'm assuming in order to get this digital distribution, you have to register an account, right? Probably. So what I want, what I just want to know is like, how much is that account? And I guess how does that compare to which we'll never get the numbers though. But how does that compare to I guess like the actual cost, like of production for these books? I guess per book, if you get what I'm trying to say. So conver- you mean the conversion from physical to digital? Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, here's the thing: illegal scans, as as much as we all like them or hate them, they're going to be there forever and ever. Yes. So. Whether you're dealing with the book form or you're dealing with the uh, electronic copy, you're still going to be able to distribute this, right? Um, So I guess what they're, I guess it seems like what they're doing now is just, hey, if we go digital, we can just expand the audience. Maybe, you know, I guess cut down on costs as far as producing these physical versions of the books. And, you know, I guess, you know, just embrace this natural change. Uh, Doesn't necessarily mean that they agree with it, but regardless, they, they understand, they understand the, ne- the money. They, they yes, understand green. it's the next steps. Exactly. Or whatever color Japanese money is. <laughs> but uh, I just think, yeah. I, I thought like, it was like all me, coins. What's that? I, saw, I thought it was all coins, but... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just think, yeah, we, we've already, yeah, Shonen Jump, same day in America as well. It just, it's a good, I think it's a good business model to embrace in the end. I don't I, know if you want to embrace it, though. I'm not, I mean, you're, you're, you're essentially, I mean, again... I, I said it before, scans will always happen. Illegal scans will always happen. But by making an electronic copy, you're just making it easier for them to scan it. If that's, yeah, in essence, probably. So, I mean, you're, Although, you're not... It depends on what the quality is and how the DRM is involved, blah, 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 right down the line. I mean, I'm assuming, like, you just have, like, some kind of online readers, and then worst-case scenario, or I guess worst-case, the cheapest quality you can do is literally load up a page, turn your display, and print screen. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's... All 300 DPI. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. I mean, there's always a way to get around it. And I'm pretty sure there's much more sophisticated, sophisticated ways of going about it. But what I'm saying is, is that you're, you're hoping you can... What you're doing by making it easier to get it scanned online, uh, you're hoping that these sales will offset it. True. So. But at the same time, if it's inevitable that people are going to go out and scan these that are going to translate them or just pirate them for the Japanese market... If that's already inevitable, why should they be so afraid to do it? I mean, other than the fact that it is kind Again, because you're increasing, you're stand. easing access, you're, you're letting it, you're making it easier for it to become illegal. That's why. I mean, if, if it was still just in book form, you would need someone with a scanner, and then you would need someone who would then, after scanning it, to then electronically edit all the text, to translate all the text. Like it's it does it doesn't sound like an easy thing to do, especially that's a lot of Photoshop to be honest. People do, so it's amazing how fast people do it. Like twenty four yeah. hours. I mean, Shonen Jump is completely translated and up online. Yeah, yeah. I think at the same time we already had the precedent set by let's say Spotify by Steam, where we've made it really easy to get these digital goods, where we've made it very cheap to do so, and pretty much piracy for those goods has gone down in a very obvious way. And well, it's also because of the culture behind it, too. That's also part of the issue. I mean, it's like you can argue the same thing about why is anime now, like, streaming everywhere, legally. Yeah. You know, I mean, look look at Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll's big, but at the same time, you have sites like Horrible Subs who just get the rips and then distribute them free. You know, Crunchyroll's gotten to the point with what they have and the price they're charging, you're almost better off just going with them now. 
It's yeah. not. Necessarily... I, I looked it up. It's, you, it's you seven can't, you bucks can't, a month for their anime-only catalog right now. But you can't beat free ninety-nine. That's the thing. Oh, I know. I know. You still have the access of watching every. You still have the ability to watch everything for free. But I'm saying the so. price point has come down to where, regardless of what you, you know, free will always win, right? But at seven bucks yeah. a month. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap. Not, that's not bad, man. It's cheap, yeah. And not to mention, you're you're giving you're essentially giving companies like the viewer demographics to understand exactly what's popular and what's not. Yeah, we we get it, but I'm just saying it's nothing beats free. Nothing beats and, free. I yeah. I agree. Now there was there was a comic company in the United States that is fine that has decided to release DRM free comics of what they do. And I can't remember the name. I just saw it about two weeks ago. And I can't. Remember I thought. It was I thought one of the major ones. Dark Horse. Was I thought Dark, Dark Horse? Horse. I thought so. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Okay, so it was Dark Horse. But it probably was, and I thought that was a, an interesting step. They're admitting that, you know, it, it's privacy is going to happen. People will pay for it, and people won't. Yeah, you just hope that not everyone's a leech. Exactly. <laughs> well, so, anyways. All right, so moving on. A new Fate Stay Night anime is in the works by Ufotables. What's that? UFO table. U- UFO table? Sorry. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Studio Dean did the previous Fate Stay Night. I haven't... I, I only reached this research as briefly, so I apologize. I haven't heard if it's a remake or if it's a side story based on the Fate Stay Night plot. I don't think it's been announced yet. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see anything either. It was very curious. brief in the announcement I saw. I mean, so what everyone's hinting at is that... We're not hinting at Everyone is speculating that Ufotable is hinting that it's going to be the Heaven's Feel arc. Because if you think about it, Studio Dean did The Fate, which is Saber's route. And then they also did Unlimited Blade Works, which is Rin's route. So the last route that you can do is Ilya's. No, I'm kidding. It's Sakura's route. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that, that's what people are speculating. It's the more complex of the three routes. And so... If there's a studio that can do it, Ufotable is probably the one that could do it. I mean, they've dealt with heavy material like Fate Zero, so... Yeah. Seems like the next logical step, right? Well, they did a great job with Fate Zero in comparison to how Dean did Fate Stay Night, so... Well, again, two different stories, two different studios. Yeah, but... I mean, yes, yes, we, we all agree that Fate Zero is better than Fate Stay Night, but, again, it's still two different studios. It's uh, comparing apples to oranges. In a sense, Completely but it's, it's two, two stories as well. Two stories. That, that's what I was trying to say. It was two different stories. <laughs> when did Fate I think it's two different. Oh, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. No, go for it. All right. Um, as I see it, it's just two different styles of adaptation. For Studio Dean, they didn't believe they'd get to cover the other two arcs of it, or the other two routes of it. For that Wait, reason, they could have... But, uh, but they did unlimited blade work, stuff. No, no, Studio Dean. Not yeah. Ufootable. No, no, no. That Studio was, Dean. Am I mistaken on who did Unlimited Blade Works then? That was, that was Studio Dean. Was it? I thought. I believe. Joe, be the referee on this one. All right. I, I, okay, while you guys are talking, I will do a, I'll do a fact check, but keep going. Okay, but yes, continue, continue. Um, okay, based on my logic, assuming that it was suitable, um, Dean, they never really believed that they would get to animate these other arcs or these other, um, what's the term I'm looking for? These other routes in it. For that reason, they mixed in a lot of filler material, a lot of material that didn't exist in the main Fate route. So it might be a good idea, it might be possible that they are going to do a remake of the Dean 
uh, of the original Fate rounds. So Fate, and I think so. Unlimited Blade works with Studio Dean to interrupt. Boom. Ah oh, man. You know how I know it was Studio Dean and not Ufotable? Because if it was Ufotable, it would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. No, but yes. Um, I mean, UFO UFO tables essentially just picking up all the work that essentially every single type moon I type moon type moon fan wants. So yeah, I mean, they were all they they did Carnival Phantasm too, I believe. Oh, well, now I got to fact check that. They, oh, you guys. So I mean, well, so they didn't about, do, no, they didn't do uh, Carnival Phantasm. Somebody else did. Well, anyways, anyways, still though, they they did they did Fate Stay. They did the Fate Stay Night. Sorry, Lurche did, uh, Lurche did Carnival Phantasm. That's right. I knew I knew. Okay, it. that was Lurche. No, no, but I okay. Going back to Ufotable, though. Uh, let's see. They did the Kirino Kyokai series. They did yes. Fate Zero. Uh, they did the cutscenes for like the what was it that Fate Stay Night when it got transferred to the PS Vita. Yeah, like Lurche one. Yeah. yeah. So like essentially, Ufotable's like second paycheck is essentially everything that's Type Moon really. At this point, so it's not. I don't know. A lot of people are speculating this would happen eventually. So I guess no one's really surprised. It's just more or less people are happy that that's finally confirmed. Yeah, honestly, you they can only improve on it. Studio Dean did not adapt those arcs very well. I think they were just trying to milk it for the money. But oh, I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah. that I mean, I, I haven't seen. Milking. I've I haven't seen it. You haven't seen honest. what? Face Day Night. Yeah. I've seen Fate. Uh, I've seen Fate Zero, and Unlimited Blade Works. Imagine yeah, a very a more terrible version of well, Unlimited Blade Works. I mean, isn't I, all that good. I mean, I've heard I've heard how bad it is. I've heard that they essentially swapped out a sex scene with like a CG dragon, which totally makes <laughs> sense. But I mean, I, I don't care. It's it's in the past. If it's not my thing, I'm, it's not my thing. I'll, I'll give this a try. But it just seemed like I don't know. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, personally, I'm just like, I saw it coming. I saw it coming. I see a lot of things coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, okay, a little editorial topic next up. So, after Anime Expo, mm-hmm. there was a lot of chitter-chatter about Code of Con, Code of Conduct. It seems like there are individuals that tend to act in a disrespectful manner at cons. Whether that's harassing female cosplayers or just generally making asses of themselves. Yeah. So there's been a couple articles on different sites about should these cons be more... Should they enforce their codes of conduct better? And should they make more public what their codes of conduct are? Uh, How about you go first? Because I've only been to two cons, so I really... My experience is limited. I have thoughts, but it's limited. I've been to different things, not so much a con, but I've been to different things where people seem to, we know that whole what stays and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas mentality. Does that yeah. make sense? Like people yeah, drop what they would consider their normal, normal behaviors and take on a persona that is not them in an effort to let loose or just be part of the crowd, whatever you want to call it. And so I, no, I was reading something that was really interesting about the psychology behind crowd mechanics. It was one of these articles. And it's interesting how you get a lot of bystander effect in these things. You would get um, people, you know, 
if that person's doing it, I guess it's okay for me kind of mentality. And it tends to, what appears to be happening, breed as toward a sort of social norm that really just isn't acceptable. See, I don't, I don't know. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off my experience of two anime conventions. Um, I always find this. I, I, I shouldn't laugh. I should not laugh at all. But to be honest, I kind of find this kind of hilarious in some sense, in a very twisted sense. Okay. Um, well, because I know at Anime Boston they always say that, like, <laughs> they say uh, there was a giant slogan that said cosplay is not consent. Yes, that's one of the articles I've, I've read recently. Yes, yes. I, I, I know I shouldn't laugh, but I find it hilarious. But all I know is that for some reason, when you're in a giant crowd of people, with people just playing around, I guess, like, it's a, it's a very lighthearted nature um, crowd. And when you're not being serious, not to mention, there's a lot of, what's the word I'm thinking about? And I'm, I don't know, how do I put this? You're not, you're, you're, you're taking a persona, essentially. Where, yes, it's true that you're in a big venue, and, like, you are, like, one in a million, so you, there's a lot you can get away with. But the fact that, like, no one actually uses their real name at these conventions either, like, there's, like, it's, it's almost like you're going in as anonymous. And so, for some reason, this breeds, like, this impolite, I, I'm not impolite, how do we put this? It's really hard to say, it's just... Yeah, it's just like, I, the best way, honestly, the best way to say this is that you have a bunch of man children, and the parents are gone, so they're just going to fuck around. And so, I mean, yes, everyone's trying to be lighthearted about it, and they're not trying to be super creepy, or most people, I should say. Most people aren't trying to be super creepy, and they, they try to respect other personal space. But when you're dealing with massive amounts of people, you're bound to get a few of them. So, I've heard the stories before of, like, you know, mirrors on your shoe tops, like, you know, secret cameras... That kind of stuff. And yeah, that's, it's, it's kind of sick. Kind of. It is sick. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I feel like you're in a place that, alla- like, not saying it allows it, but it's, it's almost the point where it's, it's almost normal for that stuff to kind of happen. It was just a bad thing, but at the same time, like, you don't see this shit happening, like, at sports games. Like, when was the last time you saw a guy with, like, a hidden camera trying to take pictures at, like, at a football game? Yeah, but, like... True. You know, um, well, football games are the social. Yeah, true. But in that respect, there's not much to look at either. People aren't wearing skirts that barely. I mean, have you ever been to a Cowboys game? Like, yeah. Well, a Cowboys <laughs> game, you don't have. You don't need a secret camera. You just watch the cheerleaders. Exactly. Right. They're about to fall. Out. They're about to fall out anyway. You don't need a secret camera. But yeah, what I'm saying is that like you're there's, I feel I don't know. It's just it's a different crowd. It's it's a more it's a more immature crowd as opposed to just walking around in public. But should it yeah, be? I think it. I no no no. I'm not saying it should happen. I'm not saying you should allow this to happen. But at the same time, you can't really do much. Like okay, like until a person is caught doing the act, there's not much you can really do. Like because you're you're not an official organization that has any law enforcement like jurisdiction. Like you like if you go, it's funny because if you actually go to like an anime convention, sure, like the perimeter has like a bunch of security guards. But then, like, inside itself, there's two kinds. You got rent-a-cops, and you got volunteers. And there's no way either of those people are allowed to lay a hand on something, on a person, who may be deemed quote-unquote suspicious. So, yes, you can try to enforce these codes of conduct, but you can only do so much. And I, I like, preventing it, like, it's, it's, it's essentially up to the people's responsibility at, at, to a larger extent. 
like, like yes, like the volunteers, measure. like well, yeah, because like the volunteers, like they can stand on the sides, but they can again, they can only do so much. So, I mean, if someone gets caught, then you can report them to the proper authorities, and then action can be taken. But yeah, like I, I know it's kind of it sucks, but it happens. Like again, like the the, the article you're referring to by AX and like the hidden camera, like. Yeah, it sucks how they found it after the fact. And yes, like they they are doing an investigation to figure out who set it up in the first place. But at the same time, it's like unless you search through everyone's bags and like all their personal property to make sure that no one has a camera of any sort, like that it's it's almost unavoidable at that point. And then you're going to get beginning pat downs at least because you know these people are going to be crafty about it. And right? if you can hide a hidden camera somewhere, then you can easily hide it on your person. I mean, like, but yeah, but the thing is, too, is that, like, usually the security does a decent job. Like, uh, yeah. I know I don't, I know for Anime Boston, maybe because of the whole bombing incident at the marathon, but, like, the, the cops there, like, they search through all your bags, like, they check all your coats, and if you have any prop, essentially they would have to search the prop, especially if it looked like a weapon. So... Like, hiding, I mean, cameras can be really small, true, but at the same time, like, like it's not like they're going to, like, you know, take off all your clothing and be like, take off your shoes, take off your belts, take off any excess clothing, and, like, search sure. it all. They can only do so much. And I would agree about the part where I don't want to say, like, there's always the, the worst side to be on in an argument of saying, oh, that happened because they wore this thing. <laughs> But in a lot of ways, let's say you're the cosplayer, you have to understand that this is a group of people that are letting loose, that are going to act like an idiots. Maybe not all of them, but at least one or two. And you have to take yeah. measures to protect yourself as well. And you have to get rid of the fear of speaking out, assuming that there's a volunteer right there saying, hey, this guy, I want him away from me. He is not good. I don't like him. I don't like what he's doing. Get him away. You don't need a reason. You just say, yeah. I don't want him there. Have him removed. True, and I, I agree with that. I, I think this this cosplay or this cosplay is not consent thing misses that the there's a social aspect that is not going to respect the damn thing no matter what they do. And I think they have this high mighty thought that humanity is inherently good. When at a, in a situation like this, this they're not. And humanity is at its lowest common factor. But again, again, what I'm trying to like, speak so of cons. Again, let me reiterate this point, though. Even if you assume that you're dealing with the lowest of scum, you're dealing with, like, the worst kind of people there are, what do you do, though? Like, logistically, how do you make... How do you enhance security? Well, I guess there's two sides to this. One, you have the people running the con first. And two, you have... If you're a cosplayer, you have... I guess you have to think about it yourself. So the con can only do so much, like you've said. They're not a legal authority. The worst they can do is they can revoke your badge and kick you out. They can take your badge and, oh, oh, and you report you, and report you to a fit, De- like depending the on the crime. If it if it's recording, that's voyeurism, and you can get yeah. They can report you to the I police. I mean, even 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 cases of like assault or sexual assault yeah. or oh, harassment. Yeah. Oh yeah, they can report you to the police. They, like I said, they have a graduated response probably they can take that's within their legal bounds. But they can't exactly. actually arrest people, etc. They can just retain you long enough to have the proper authorities come and arrest you. That's about exactly. all they can do. They can't withhold your rights, blah, 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 blah. But then, so I think we're all in agreement on that, right? The, the, the con has its yeah. whatever it can do regardless of its policy that it can enforce. 
as a cosplayer, though, I think you have to understand. I think you just have to start realizing that you are going to be the subject of, for better or for worse. And I'm not saying this is right or wrong. And I'm not saying this is right. But you just have to acknowledge that you are going to be the subject of harassment. It's just is going to be a given. Whether that that's completely not the way it should be, but it's just going to happen. Yeah. I guess you have to accept is that a, is that well, a risk you're willing to take? Yeah, it's probably better to say that there's a possibility of possibility. Yeah, it's, not, true. it's not. It's not guaranteed. It's not a guarantee. I mean, like, but, but again, again, you can like, but then you can actually take this out into the the real world. <laughs> you can actually take this out like in everyday life. Like, say for an example, you have some young twenty something who decides to wear a miniskirt. It's the same fucking. It's the same fucking thing, right? Like, she wants to wear a miniskirt because for whatever reasons may be. But at the same time, that person needs to be aware by the fact that other people are going to have different reasons of looking at the miniskirt. So, and what the actions they take based upon that, and I'm not saying that she, he or she needs to suffer the consequences, but at the same time, they need to understand the risks and understand what they need to do in order to make sure that they can ensure their security. Yeah. Like, it's it sucks, but like... This is this is just like everyday life. But I think like, but I think it gets amplified because the group dynamics make it. No worse. shit, it gets amplified. You're dealing with a bunch of man children. <laughs> well, that I mean, <laughs> but I mean, the, it's it's those individual thoughts within a group setting amplifies the issue because it's it propagates, it spreads. It it's a nonverbal reinforcement at times. There was a whole. Yes. I had to find that article. It was a there was a whole psychology with the group dynamics behind some of this stuff. It was amazing. I thought it was the article yeah. written by a psychologist or somebody who thought they were a psychologist at least. It was it was really interesting. I mean, yeah, but what I'm just saying is, at the end of the day, like, I like yes, they they want a better code of conduct, but the, like logistically to enforce it is going to be a strain on the convention itself. Like, you're going to need more. Essentially, you're going to need more staff, more manpower, like more capital, essentially, yeah. in order to carry out this process, which I don't think they can. Like unless it's a losing, unless it's they, a losing battle almost exactly unless of course it's a movement within the the Congoers themselves if you get enough quote unquote white knights to borrow a term if you get people like that that will go out and make it their job to call out these things and yes you can have a marginal effect on it but agreed I mean there's not enough money to go around for these little things yeah. But anyways. Anyways. Alright, guys. Let's play a game real quick. So we have a game called Five Questions. Or Fast Five, excuse me. Where we walk through five questions, and we quickly say the first thing that comes to mind about the question. How do you want to do this? Like 30 seconds per person? Sure, we can do that. Okay. I can get a timer up if you don't have one. Uh, we don't need an actual timer, but... We'll, we'll 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 play by honesty. All right, I can I can do some timing here. <laughs> Let me see if it. Uh... All right. So I want to do thirty seconds. All right, guys. Yes, yeah, thirty seconds per person. Thirty seconds per person. All right. Please do not make. Me... I don't know the questions. Don't make me go first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to remember what I wrote as well. So Costas, we'll have you go first. You ready? First. Oh, thanks. First first, <laughs> uh, first question. What do you think on Little Witch Academia 2's stretch goals now that they've made their $150,000 mark and they've reached 400k? Uh, current or future? Current stretch, stretch goals. goals. Uh, current, all I see right now is um, they have the standard limited edition. They can add on different things. But all I can think of for it is if you look at Time of Eve and Kickheart 
as your little ideas behind it, all he can really do is tack on all these physical items, as the other ones did. That's where I think they'll probably be going, because otherwise I don't think they're, they've raised enough money to add more time onto the feature. All right, time's up. You ready, uh, ready Arrow? Yeah, I got this. So their stretch goals include uh, fancying up the DVD, playing, paying their people more, uh, adding in, getting a figure company to make figures. All right? So go All right. for it. All right. So they said in the very, very beginning, before the first dollar was even put down, that this was just an attempt to extend the sequel. Not necessarily make a new one, but to extend it. And... Yes, it's nice how they got this big boom, but at the same time, like, they've already planned it to be so long. Like, there's actually a message saying that they don't want it to, they can't expand it to be a full movie. They can't expand it into a TV series. They would like to in the future, but at this point, they can't. So, those stretch goals are purely there, I guarantee it's to last that too. They're just there to just make sure that they can get as much money as possible within the next 20 days. I could agree with that. So my quick thoughts are: I think people thought that they were getting, they were what they were purchasing was not what they were actually getting. So I think there's some confusion there. I think the stretch goals are good, but you're right. I I think there's some miscommunication. I don't think, yeah, it's at this point they've got kill all kill. I don't see them doing much more than what they're doing. Not this year. Probably not till 2015 or 16. Probably. I mean, this is all that's announced. Like it takes a long time to make an anime. It so. does. All right, number four. The worst show you've watched this season. We'll just do a quick. I can, we'll do a I, quick I around the table. Go, Arrow. All right. Uh, worst show. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the easy one and just say it's gonna be Dog and Scissors. Uh, just, I don't care what people say about like all the potential awards it could get or it did get in the past. The point is, is that it's not really funny. It doesn't look aesthetically pleasing. There's nothing actually there to make me continue watching it. The main character is annoying as fuck. The, the female lead is annoying as fuck. I, I just don't care. I was actually having more fun watching Rogue Bu second season. I haven't even seen the first. I was having more fun watching that. Um, All right. Actually, every single show I've seen has been more enjoyable than Dog and Scissors. Costas? Luckily, I have avoided Dog and Scissors. <laughs> I have sort to mention Neptunia. I enjoyed the games a ton. I don't know why, but I enjoyed them a ton. But the show itself is just pretty much everything a game adaptation is, and I'm surprised that that would be anything more than that. Looks terrible in motion. Great in screenshots, but terrible in motion. The humor's not even there, honestly. And it's just everything, it's lacking every semblance of a show besides the animation. All right. I'll say for me, it's, it's close between Dog and Scissors and Blood Lad. Neither one. Well, you, you really don't like Blood Lad? <laughs> Focus on that one. <laughs> Focus on that one, huh? I think the humor's really bad. The animation's pretty flat. It just isn't that enjoyable. It's not funny. I don't know. I thought Dog and Scissors is even less funny. But, yeah, for me, both of those, no. I think Dog and Scissors is probably worse. But Blood Lad is a very close second. Wow, I'm actually... Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. First of all, I didn't actually expect you to watch Blood Lad. And to be perfectly honest, I actually don't mind Blood Lad at all. Like, yeah, it's not... I'm not on my ass laughing 24-7. It's no Simpo Gear, and it's no Haraka Mausama. But at the same time, like, it's it's decent for what it's trying to do. I mean, they're still trying to do the world-building thing, and it has me interested in that at least. So... 
I don't know. I think, yes. I think it's, I think it's going to ride <laughs> the one-trick pony out too long, and it's just not going to be funny. It's already we'll telling see. a lot of the same joke over and over. Oh, we'll see. But moving on. Number three. I'll go first on this one. The best trap so far this season. Eccentric Family or Genshiken? Have you guys both seen these? Yes. I've seen the former. You haven't seen Genshiken yet? So Why would I watch that show? Oh, so in there, there's a, there's a guy who dresses as a girl, pulls it off pretty well. So I'm just going to go real quick. I'm just going to say Eccentric Family. Two episodes in a row, he's pulled off an amazing female trap. And for whatever reason, it's actually funny part of the... I don't know. It just works for me. I don't know why. I'm not a trap character fan, but it works. So, Costas? I've seen both, and honestly, it's a toss-up because I like them for totally different reasons. Genshkin, I am a fan of traps. Genshkin, I love the character because he pulls it off fantastically. He puts so much effort in it. While an eccentric family, everything about him, you can tell he's a guy, the way he speaks, the way he holds himself, everything about that, you can tell it's just a means to an end. But for that reason, it's a different kind of reason why I care for the character. So it's kind of a toss-up for me. I'm going to I'm gonna say you guys are both wrong, and I'm going to totally flip this question on its head and go with the reverse trap from Kami Nomi, The World God Only Knows, because Yui is pretty kick-ass. But we haven't been introduced to her yet, have we? Yeah, yes, we have. I didn't see this week's episode. The second episode. Okay. The second episode. Okay. Also, um, they, they briefly showed her in the first episode. Well, they flashed through her arc in like five seconds. Yes, essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, if that were the case, I would go with Kama's best trap. But I'm going to stick with Yui because that's actually part of her character. And I don't know. I just like the way how she plays off of Kama. I mean, if Kama weren't there, then this would just be another reverse trap. But it's the fact that she's so dominant on this main character We've seen for the past two seasons and 300 chapters be so dominant. So, okay. yes, that is my pick. All right, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Number I two, know. what is the best comedy this season? So, Meryl, start us off. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with Monogatari second season. Um, As a comedy? I know. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> really? Have you not been paying attention to all the crazy stuff Sandra Hart says? First of all, that that's the best part. There's Second of all, there's a ton of Sindra Gahara. And third, the comedy's actually pretty witty. It's you know, say what you want about Shaft or Shimmer or whatever, but it's a well written show and I don't care how guy you guys think it's boring or how people out there think it's boring. I think it's very entertaining. Like I love how these two interact. It's it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Alright. Acostas? Right now, I'd have to say Watamote, only because I'm invested in it already. I have pretty much all the uh, manga I've been importing, so it's very nice to see it animated, and that's about it to it. All right, I'm going to go with service, service, service. I enjoy it. I, I get the humor. Being working for a large, it has that kind of Dilbert slash, I don't know, it has some, it has some things I relate to I find funny. I thought this last episode where the gal was cosplaying and trying to get the other girl to join her was kind of funny. The little sister was cute. I just don't know if it can keep being funny or not. I'm just worried. I mean, it's best comedy so far. That's that's a clarification yeah. on the question. Yes. So. Yes, best comedy so far. Yeah. But I'm you a- really wouldn't consider Monogatari a second season of comedy? I don't know. To an extent, but there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, and so I know far, that's really based on being chops. comedy. Yeah, we haven't seen a comedy chops yet. Not so much that we've seen in part Well, no, seasons. no, no. You haven't seen the slapstick yet. Uh, Which is what usually Aradagi is known for. I mean, if it's yeah. 
the banter, the banter, the banter between the two is definitely absolutely hilarious. Like, especially when you consider the development behind it all, like how, like how Hana, Hanazawa was just like, or Hanakawa. Damn it. Hanakawa was just essentially just saying, wow, you know, I really like Atagi now, but she is fucking annoying as hell. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's gold. <laughs> All right, and the last one for those who are watching this weekend. What are your thoughts on Wong? Justin Wong. The, the man, the legend, Mr. Marvel himself. I was absolutely ecstatic when I was while I was watching his comebacks. Um, Justin Wong has been known to like own the scene for Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Not so much for Marvel vs. Capcom 3 or Ultimate. And it was absolutely heartbreaking to see him have such a huge comeback and just to fall so short. He fell to one round off off a mistimed super. That's that sucks. But yes. I have always rooted for Justin Wong, and it just pains me to see him get so close and, like, just lose it off that last second. Did you watch it this weekend at Costas? Nah, I've been out of the fighter circuit for ages. Yeah, oh, so. I'm, I don't even play fighters. I just, it's a spectator sport. Yeah, I was watching it on Twitch just because everybody was raving uh-huh. about it, so I had to hop in and watch. And it was, it was funny to watch. I had my son watch with me. He's like, ooh, ooh, look at that. He's, my son likes video games, so... <laughs> It, I mean, it, it's 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 very beautiful to watch. Like, it was seeing all the like all that time precision and stuff. It's great to yeah. see. Like, you don't really need to know the mechanics to understand it. That's the beauty of like those kind of like video game sports. Yeah, yeah. I came to realize that Zero is, seems to be kind of a cl- uh, crutch player, but oh, if you think that's bad, just wait till or like think about two years ago with Dark Phoenix. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't follow Marvel versus Capcom, so yeah. Oh, but yeah, I thought it was fun to watch. It was a good half-hour loss this weekend, watching the finals. Oh, dude, I watched that. I watched the King of Fighter finals, which also, by the way, that was pretty kick-ass. Um, also saw the Melee finals, Super Smash Brothers Melee. And, like, Evo, Evo is like, it's so beautiful, because it's a once-a-year thing. Well, at least it's treated like a once-a-year thing. And, like... And there's always these epic moments like these. Like, all, like, all these down-to-the-wire kind of stuff. Like you get that every single year. It's it's magical. It's like upset. It's like upsets in March Madness. Like it's so good. Like it, it it defines the event. And to kind of follow up what you're saying, League of Legends got put into the U.S. visa system. You can now get a work visa to come play League of Legends in the United States. Yeah, but you have to be on a legit and sponsored team. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just saying yeah. though. That's kind of that's a, that's an interesting step for uh, game playing sports. For well, I feel like I feel sports. like. It's- I, I, I thought, oh, League of Legends isn't the first game to do it, though. I'm pretty sure. Because I, th- I thought I've heard stories in the past with, like, with people in EVO and with, like, old games like Counter-Strike. Maybe. But it's just, so. it's just, nice, it's just interesting to see that the, the, our work visa system is, is more and more, how about this way, is more and more acknowledging uh, PC and console gaming sports. How about that? Yeah. Well, the funny thing, too, is that, like, also, those sports, the potential payout is actually much greater than what like, most work visas get, like, in California. <laughs> it's sad. It's terribly sad. Well, guys, we are at the end of the road. As our guest, do you want to uh, give us some final thoughts? Acostas? Honestly, I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> <laughs> 
I and all I can think is uh, to reply to a couple points earlier. Again, to go back to Bucky Monogatari or Monogatari's second season. All I can honestly, all I focused on more so than the comedy and the banter is the underlying tones behind the banter, what it all means, all that. So I guess I have been missing a bit of the comedy to an extent. But that's about all I have to say. It's like the cherry on the comedy Sunday. That's how I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I see it as the main pie. So. All right. Pie and ice cream. I like that. <laughs> oh, final thoughts, Arrow. Um, yeah, this season's been good so far. I, I don't know about everyone, but like, I'm always excited about a new season, regardless of how many Moe shit shows there are. Um, but I will say about for some reason about this season, there's a lot of catching and catching OPs out there. Like you got the Simple Gear OP, Bakemonogatari OP, uh, C3 Boo's OP, Watamonte's OP. Uh, gotcha Man's OP, gotcha. Prison Ilya's OP. There's so many great opening songs out there. Hell, even uh, Stay Without God, like that has a cool OP too. Nice to see Eric Kitsimura come back and sing. Like, yeah, this is a great this is a great season for singles, like singles, like CDs, not not loners. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised. I didn't see a lot that I wanted to watch from the summer, and I picked up about anyth- anything and everything just to see what it was like, and it's actually turned out to be a really good summer. I, oh, I, I'm I watching way it. more than I can track right now, so I'm going to have to cut things off yeah. just for time's sake. I won't have the time to watch it. Yeah, you make time. You make time. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. So, so what can you do is you need to have sex with your wife and then like just like do it from behind so then you can have like a oh little gosh. iPad and then you can watch your stuff at the same time. And you wonder why you're single. Because <laughs> fucking bitches is amazing and I don't want to be tied down yet. <laughs> oh, you crack me up, man. Crack me up. All right, guys. You can find Arrow on every other Friday at the Friday Anime Podcast. I think you have one coming up this Friday, correct? No, it was actually last Friday. I'm off by my Fridays, my weeks. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find, if you look there, you can find all of our usual contact spots and recap locations. Pull that for a second there. That's it, guys. Yeah. Thank you to our guest, Acasas. No problem. I was glad to be on. And if you'd like to join us sometime for as a guest, just send us an email or... Send us a text message or find us on Twitter. Yep, yep. See you guys. Peace out. See you.